results in a Dwight Howard jam. And Dwight willingness to run the floor. Howard again with a quick move and a spin left. Throws it in the face of McGee. Going into this little team. And left to Howard and he throws it down and a foul. A power play from Howard and a chance for a three-point play. Shot by Tyrus Thomas. Great entry and a powerful jam. Mocioni ill-advisedly challenging. Howard goes right through him. Look for him to be the help guy on any penetration. Courtney Lee not able to hit, but White Howard is right there. Uh, he just pulled down the shot clock. Just what we need here is a delay. Cleveland hasn't played in eight full days. The last thing they want is a delay here with uh, Dwight Howard pulling down the basket and the shot clock. Charlotte has just dominated his oh. Dwight with a big time oh. and the foul on Muscala. Okay, let me let me lower those Dwight Howard highlight reels going over there on the side. What's up everybody? This is Francisco. I'm here for Sports Goofs mini entry here. I felt like doing it. I'm waiting for traffic to dry to to dry down. Well, dry down because it's it was freaking raining here all day and also the die down because well it's, it's Miami traffic and I don't want to deal with that right now so yeah decided to stay in and just talk about Dwight Howard because I don't know I got Dwight Howard on the brain for some for some reason I have no idea but let's do it so I, I, I just was thinking about his career and I was just wondering whether people consider this man a hall of famer because i i don't know I, I, just, I just wanted to look at his his career numbers and and see if he's on track to be a hall of famer uh, he's been in the league for quite a long time and you know at one point it looked like that was the trajectory and some things happened he had uh, i guess like a, a downturn in his career but has since been revitalized in some sort of way, got himself a ring with the Lakers, and suddenly now he's he's uh, he's back. But he was he was not part of the uh, this season's NBA 75, so he he wasn't selected as one of the 75 greatest players in NBA history. And I mean, I can look. There's a lot of guys that didn't make that list. Uh, you can kind of like a comparison with like Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo Mourning's a, a NBA a basketball Hall of Famer and he was not on that list. So uh, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna just uh, I can't really say okay listen Dwight you're one of the top 75 because if Zoe's not there then I don't know how I could justify having Dwight Howard there given the way his career uh, ended up but I do uh, want to just take a take a look at it because uh, I mean there's there, there's a few things here like if you look at it from a casual standpoint, sure, sure maybe some people will question whether he's a Hall of Famer or not because he's he he, he hasn't been a I would say superstar since his days out in Orlando and maybe his first stint with the Lakers and but then that's when things went downhill. But I don't know. I think maybe the body of work, and look, the NBA has a few guys in in the Hall of Fame there that are that have like the highest of highs, uh, and burned brightly for maybe only a few seasons. Like, like let's say 
mm, I would say if you have at least seven good seasons, I think it's enough to become a basketball Hall of Famer. And a lot of guys, especially if they start out great in their career and then they just have this longevity towards the end, I think they kind of sort of build a body of work that will allow them to become that uh, basketball Hall of Famer. So let's take a look. He's He's been in the league 18 years. Dear Lord, yeah. He's been in the league a long time. Remember, he, he was drafted right out of high school. He was the last one, the last number one overall pick to be drafted out of high school. And ever since then, it was the, the one-year rule in college. And, yeah, he's 36 years old. He'll be 37 uh, if he's uh, picked up for next season. I don't know if his – I think he's, like, on a year-to-year contract right now with the Lakers. And seven teams, number one overall pick in 2004 by the Orlando Magic. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year. From 2009, 10, and 11. Eight-time All-Star from 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, all the way through 2014. And a five-time All-NBA first team from 2008 through 2012. Then second team in 2014. Third team, 2007, 2013. And made the All-Rookie team in his, his first season, the 0405 season. So those are that that's that's the the those those are the accolades that you can you can clearly see for him. Of course, he won his lone title with the Lakers in the bubble in 2020. How much do you want to count that? I, I don't. I think. Look for me with regards to like the championships. I I try not to uh, completely pin everything on. How many championships were they able to win? Because I feel like that's very unfair to a ton of players, and it's very ESPN of a lot of people. Uh, the ESPN has pushed this narrative of, of, oh, you, you uh, just, like you just need more championships, more championships, and that's the only way to le- legitimize your career. Where I'm like, no, I, I feel like that's. That can't just be the end-all, be-all for for judging a player's career. Because there's a lot of factors that come into whether or not they could win a championship. As much as the NBA, yes, is, is dependent on a superstar on the team to, to try and lift the team to greatness... There's only so much a superstar can do. And you can criticize other players. You can criticize LeBron and things like that. When In his first stint in Cleveland, I, I, I think it's he's with, well within... Uh, I don't think you can criticize LeBron for not winning his first stint in Cleveland. I think afterwards, like the 2011 uh, NBA Finals with the Heat, and then uh, probably not even his second stint with Cleveland because... Man, that final, that final NBA Finals with Cleveland, where it just seemed like it was just LeBron and nobody else. But with the Lakers, yeah, you can criticize the bubble. Was the bubble? I think the the 2020 Lakers. Uh, I agree with Charles. Was probably the ultimate bubble team out of all the bubble champions from that season. The Los Angeles Dodgers, the, the LA Lakers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and well, the NFL didn't have a bubble, so. 
out of all of those, I feel like really the Lakers are probably the one team that was the most uh, that, that benefited the most from the bubble and probably would not have been in that position had it not been for the bubble. So I, I fully believe that criticism and dogging on the Lakers for the 2020 championship, calling it Mickey Mouse championship, is probably the most, uh, I guess, acceptable to me. The Dodgers, they made it to the NLCS last season. The, the Lightning won another Stanley Cup in 2021. They're in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. The Lakers have fallen apart. So I feel like that they truly were the most bubbly of the bubble teams. Um, so as far as Dwight Howard is concerned, well, that's not his fault in 2020. Uh, he did what he had to do. And he did make it to an NBA Finals on his own, for the most part. I mean, uh, I'm saying on his own, but like... Uh, he didn't have a a, uh, a a partner or big three in Orlando. So that's how I mean by on his own. He had some good players around him. He had Jameer Nelson, Hito Turkoglu, and uh, I forgot who else was on that Magic team. But uh, that, that helped them out. But uh, he was the guy, of course. And no, they 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 lost, but he they made it. He He made it to an NBA Finals. And I think that's really... Uh, aside from players who have just amazing personal achievements where it's like, okay, I can uh, not making it to a championship round or game is fine. Uh, like uh, Ken Griffey Jr. or something like he just, just never was on a team that, that did that, even though he had amazing accolades himself. But in the NBA, I, I, I can, uh, I feel like that, like the criticism, like I know Chris Paul is going to be a hall of famer, but uh, there was a lot of criticisms against him until he made it into the finals last season with the Suns. And I'm like, okay, he's 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 done it well enough for me. I know this season the choke and all that stuff, but uh, otherwise he's he's a Hall of Famer to me. And uh, I'm not gonna dog him for for not winning a championship uh, as far as his Hall of Fame accolades. I can say that as far as championship accolades and just guys who can get it done, but. Ultimately, it, it doesn't change the way I see someone as a Hall of Famer. And it's the same thing for Dwight Howard. He, he made it in 2009, didn't win, but you know what? It was That was actually a, very, a closer series than, than one would think against that Lakers team. That, that Had the Magic, maybe had he a, a, like a, a second guy on his team that, that could or just a, f- a few things that changes, and then suddenly that's a different series. That may that might have gone to seven. Uh, that so it, it, that was a, if you look at the scores from that that series, it was a much closer series than than the I think it was a four games to one uh, victory for the Lakers. So, um, and I mean there there was a time like Dwight Howard. From 2007, I mean, you saw all the things. 2007 through 2014, like he was, he was amazing. He was one of the, he truly was one of the best players in the NBA that you wanted to have him on your team. The NBA, of course, has changed 
in that regard with but he was the you could say he was the last great center in NBA history right now the the way that centers kind of used to be he you could say I, I would say that I mean I'm saying that right now I'm saying that right now Dwight Howard was the last great center in the NBA now it's very I mean there are positions but it seems a very a lot of positionless basketball and shooting so the center position has kind of transformed and you don't really have the big guy in the center uh, boxing people out and just uh, putting in like a bit of a hook shot and then that's it and just getting blocks but uh, Dwight Howard was that guy for uh, I mean it, it was a, a perfect transition I know Shaq has uh, had beef with him of course but uh, the transition Shaq Shaquille O'Neal and then it was Dwight Howard I, I honestly feel that's the way uh, that sort of passing of the torch uh, un uh, <laughs> uh, well I mean Shaq didn't want to pass that torch but it was passed down to Dwight Howard but uh, I mean he's, the blocks, the all defensive teams, I mean just all the, all the accolades I mean he averaged between uh, like his eight all-star seasons from 2007 to 2014 he averaged 20 points a game, 13 rebounds, one and a half assists, two and a half blocks, a steal, and he shot 60% from the field. So, I mean, that, and I had said before, you need at least like a seven-year, just like absolute bright period of play. And he had it. I mean, he... Uh, first off, all all rookie team, so he, it's not like he he came out as a bus and then had to develop into this guy. No, he he was 18 years old and he was already uh, like you could see, oh, this guy's going to be a monster, and he was. Those those eight seasons, that eight seasons right there, solidified his Hall of Fame resume. I think after that, yes, there was going to be be a decline. And of course, the NBA has changed. Uh, the way that uh, the, the game is played, like the offense is, is no longer carried through a big guy in the middle as a center, but uh, it's somehow, somehow, some way, people are ringing the phone here. What are they doing? It's, it's, it's too late now. It's too late. I'm not answering that phone. <laughs> We're just going to wait for this to go by. Gosh darn it, man. Didn't think this would happen at this time. Oh boy, here we go. Ah, oh, gosh. I, I can't shut it up either because that that needs to play. So we're gonna we're, I'm gonna mute it right now because I don't want people to hear what this is. Hold on. They they ended up not even leaving a message. So oh well. Anyways, uh, I'm just gonna go into let's see. They got the splits here. I think it'll just be the splits from this season. Uh, game log. Let me see. And I mean, if a guy like like Yao Ming, if a guy like Yao Ming, and I understand why Yao Ming's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yes, I, I get it. But um, you have guys like him, or or Vladi Divac, or or Dikemi Mutombo, just a few other guys that you could say like, if those guys are in it, how can Dwight Howard not be in it? And so, 
anybody that that says that he's not a basketball Hall of Famer, I I, I would I would just be like, no. I mean, is he going to be first ballot? That that might be a question up to some people, uh, and that that's okay. You can change the the the, the things, but um, I'm just going to take a look. So. Uh, split gate everybody so go try that out now and it's 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 free you can go get it on steam for sure thank you for supporting this mini version of sports goose and let's see game logs I don't want to look at that let's take a look at his stats so I'm trying to see what his <clears throat> some of his career highs here so in Let's take a look. All right, so his rookie season, his rookie season, he played all 82 games, so he, he was healthy, and that's another important thing. Dwight Howard was uber healthy uh, throughout most of his career. That That's the other thing. That man does play. He wasn't, he wasn't a bust because a lot of big guys like that, they'll break down. They will break down. Heck, look at Zion Williamson already. But he didn't break down at all. Which, which only made it scarier for, for everybody uh, trying to go up against him or trying to make a shot anywhere down the middle in Orlando. Um, so he had a 52% field goal percentage in his rookie season, a 67% free throw percentage. He had averaged 10 rebounds per game and 1.7 blocks per game. And... Uh, a modest 12 points per game in his in his rookie season and then 15 points and then uh, 17 points and it, like it starts to build and build and then he the 2000 and I mean 06 07 yes he was like he, he was making it for sure he was making 12 rebounds per game but it was 2007 08 when it was like when he's scoring 20 points per game and he's uh, making at least two blocks per game 14 rebounds uh, per, per game. That was when he suddenly became like this this monster, this monster of a player. And that's, he just started becoming dominant there. And he was averaging 20 to 22, 18 points per game like in his, during his prime years. That's what he was doing. Uh, and then it, even then, even like you going through uh, let's say the the second period of his career, uh, he was still averaging 15 points per game, 16 points, 13 points. All right, fine. Like he was still a serviceable uh, player, and only until now has he he's just he's become a role player at this point. Uh, he was he's become a role player at this point, and he's okay, six points per game. He goes in he's only averaging let's see about uh, 16 minutes a game now and but uh, those monster years I think that those are enough to be uh, a, a basketball Hall of Famer um, I just want to know just let me look at some more stats here on my phone real quick here so uh, gave me a second, folks. I'm, I'm taking a look at something here. I just want to look at his basketball reference page because that will tell me a few other things here. Two-time block champion, of course. 
uh, a total rebounds champion five times already uh, just uh, and I already think I already said the five-time all-defensive team and so yeah he led the NBA in games played I mean 0405 uh, actually uh, uh, yeah four times because he played all 82 games four times in his in his career uh, let's see he had a 612 field goal percentage in 2009-10 yeah that, that led the NBA his 2009-10 season um, yeah yeah that was that was uh, that was his monster year and uh, rebounds he led the NBA in 2008 2010 2012 and 2013 he led the NBA's in, in blocks uh, 2009 and 2010 so those are those are the big uh, big stats there as, as the dominant center in the NBA during that time period and I, I mean how can you like I said how can you not say that the man is not a Hall of Famer he is he is he's going to be a Hall of Famer first ballot there might be and I don't uh, I don't know how many years it is between um, the Basketball Hall of Fame eligibility hold on let me take a look at that real quick of fame eligibility let me take a look at that they are eligible for the Hall of Fame after they have been fully retired from play for at least three years so let's see Dwight Howard's been in the in the league for 18 seasons as and he's still playing I don't know if it's just for the love of the game or if he needs to play I don't know if he's one of those guys uh, hopefully not. I mean, the man's made a ton of money, but hopefully he's not one of those guys that needs to play because he uh, he owes some people some money. But I, I think first ballot Hall of Famer, like three years after his retirement, would that be enough for people to play? Like, mm, I'm like right now. I, I, it, that's kind of the thing where these guys keep playing even though he's he like now he's just a role player. So I think that might hurt his his chances for a first ballot choice because maybe recency bias people are gonna just remember they don't remember the dominant Dwight Howard as you see on the on um, on, on the left screen over here like just the dominant Dwight Howard but uh, like and it's been a long time since we've seen that that version of Dwight Howard and he's He's moved around a lot. Like he was, he he was with a little, like the longest time, of course, with Orlando, eight seasons with the Magic. Then that first stint with the Lakers, and, and it was only one season, and it didn't work out with him and, and Kobe and and, and and that team. I think Steve and Steve Nash. Uh, so that 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 didn't work out, and then it goes off to Houston, and uh, okay, he had one All Star season with the with the with the the Rockets and it's like okay and then no that doesn't pan out and then he's injured for a season and the the, the league starts changing you, you got j just no longer meshing with James Harden of course and then goes goes home to Atlanta for a season that that doesn't work out then goes to Charlotte for a season and it's like okay that that doesn't really 
stick that much and then really weird he goes to Washington and doesn't really play he plays nine games and that was a disaster and then the bubble happened and he signs with the Lakers uh, and and plays uh, with them uh, for for a second stint and then goes to Philly for a season and then uh, uh, of course that doesn't work out uh, I mean, but, but well, it doesn't really say it works out. He's, he's a role player then at that point, and then he goes back to the Lakers because the Lakers, you know, oh, let's get the band back together from 2020. <laughs> and LeBron James is thinking it's LeBron James uh, constructing a team as if it was 2010 or 2011 with Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> um, and uh, just just not working at all there, and so uh, and Dwight Howard Dwight Howard did his part. I'm gonna say that, but uh, Dwight Howard, let's say since I mean, yeah, Dwight Howard since I mean his his season in Charlotte wasn't even that bad. He scored 16 points per game. He he had very similar numbers um, uh, to like I guess. I don't know his earlier career from uh, when he was like first two seasons as a rookie. He had, you know, some similar numbers to that. So it's not bad at all, um, but it not for this day and age NBA. So that that's a difference there. But hey, man, as a guy coming off the bench, sure, that's great. Um, but I, I would say his like his last. I guess just just that that period from 2016 through, uh, I guess say up till now, a lot of people are just going to be saying, "Oh, it's just a guy that jumps back and forth from team to team, one year after another after another." Just like he just suddenly becomes a journeyman for some reason, and a lot of people are forgetting how dominant this dude was <laughs> for for a period in the late 2000s and the early 2010s. So. Uh, I, I feel like that might hurt him. Uh, like if he retired right now, and uh, either way, he's still going to make the Hall of Fame. And I would hope that the the voters that vote these guys in will will look at that and be like, okay, well, look at Dwight. Let's let's remember Dwight Howard as he was early in his career. Please, please, please. Like two thousand and two thousand, like two thousand and seven through twenty. 14 that was that the prime Dwight Howard so that's that's the guy that we should be remembering and yeah well I think that's that's it for me with this it's about uh, half an hour or so of, of this uh, thanks for listening everybody and uh, I'm glad I, I got this out off my chest because I, I've, I've been t- wanting to talk about this for quite a bit so uh, thank you and uh, I guess I will I don't know. We'll, we'll talk some other time. I'm gonna try and put some uh, some music on here in the background, and then play myself out. So, bye bye. <laughs>